Welcome to Modern Sales Wisdom, the podcast, but this time a solo edition, and it's going to be a really, really good one. As salespeople, we often get overwhelmed by the sheer volume of things that we need to take care of and all of the information which is being given to us that we need to look out for in order to be good salespeople. I think you can all identify with this. And then you start to think, am I doing the right thing? Am I focusing on the right thing? Or should I be looking here? Or should I be looking here? And now I want to ask you a question. Did you really get everything you wanted out of 2023? Did you look back and say, I really tried to turn every stone? And you look into the mirror and you say, I really like that person that I see. Or somebody that told me, you have to look in the mirror in the end of the day and you have to say, I really tried everything. Well, now let me tell you this. I think that's true, but I don't as well. And as someone who's been working in the sales industry for about 17 years and over eight years in leadership roles in SaaS and technology, I think there's a common pattern between really successful AEs or salespeople that have been hitting their number continuously over years. And there's things that will make a difference if you do them correctly for your sales success and the output. So let me lay these things out for you and you can sit back and watch this on YouTube if you want or if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music on the go, that's all fine. Just relax. I'm going to give you five secrets. I'm going to call them secrets. Five secrets that I believe successful salespeople have in common. And there's going to be one bonus tip at the end, which kind of glues it all together. So make sure you stay until the end to check that one out. And if you believe that sales is a lifestyle and you want to learn about sales and you believe there's wisdom that you can learn from other people that have been in sales for a long time or have a very specific view on it, then make sure to subscribe to this channel. Make sure to give me that like and smack that bell because at the end of the day, I'm doing this for you, for the sales community out of passion, and I really enjoy doing this. So I would love it if you could support me on that journey. Now, let's start with the first secret. And that is discipline. And I know most people are going to go like, yeah, I get it. Discipline. It's all about being consistent and having the right work ethic and having the discipline to do all the calls and make all the KPIs. And that's not what I mean. Hear me out. I believe there is ways and most salespeople who are successful know what's going to get them to their goal. They know what they have to do. And there's a lot of things which are going to come your way where it says, now this training is due. We're going to change path. And this is our new go-to-market strategy. And now please do this call-out path. And yes, they are all right. But really successful AEs and salespeople that I have been working with know where to start and they know where to go. And they are being very disciplined on that journey. Last episode, we had Mike Faber on the show. Let's just listen to what he has to say about coaching and what a coach does in order to monitor this. If you are at the starting line of a 10K race and you're a runner, you need to know the course and you need to know where the finish line is. Coaching without a clear objective is like being at that start line, but not knowing the course and not knowing where the finish line is. You might run 5K, 10K, you might run 41K for a full marathon and not reach the objective. Now let's be very clear on this. I know you probably know exactly what you're gonna have to do in order to get you there. You're going to have to do that thing. Let's just call it that thing. And let's say one of the things you're going to have to do to smash your targets is have five meaningful conversations with prospects and clients a week. Then you're going to have to do that thing and have those conversations. If you have three meaningful ones and two not meaningful ones, you're not doing the thing. So you just have to get that into mind. Have the discipline to do the thing which is going to get you to where you need to go. 
It's very, very, very crucial. Secret number two, understanding and building business cases. I know this sounds super obvious and hear me out. I see this every time over and over again, and it's so basic. I mean, it's like the fundamentals. And yet a lot of salespeople just don't do this right. Building a business case starts with having really good questioning techniques. So wherever your technique is, use it. You know, it can be anything, but you're going to have to have really good discovery questions to understand what it really is that your customer wants, what it really is, what drives them. Let's say you want to sell a car, a super basic example. You're not going to sell a luxury vehicle on features and functions and that it goes super fast because it's not a very smart choice to use that car. Yet, it may be the perfect choice for somebody who says, I want to treat myself. I have had a successful year. I want to do something special. So you're going to have to build the business case exactly about that specific individual that you are selling to or that company that you are selling to. Just to repeat, what I'm saying is you need to understand what is really driving the decision. So tap into that building the business case around them and see what re relations they have, what's going to trigger it. And Grail Seals people, and I've seen this over 17 years, know exactly how to trigger that point. And they know how to identify what it is and build something around that. We have the business case now, but the real secret is how do you put the business case into action. And this is secret number three. It's packaging the business case. So if this is the first time you hear somebody saying this, packaging a business case, well, don't worry. Let me tell you what I mean. Let's say you're invited to a barbecue and then you bring a bottle of wine and you give it to the host who's standing at the barbecue. He's not going to say, oh, look, honey, look what they got. It's a great bottle of wine. But let's say you bring a wonderful table book which is beautifully wrapped, and you bring it to them and you say, this is actually for your wife. Maybe you want to open it together. And it's a personalized picture book. And they open it up and they have an experience about it because they feel that this is important. Then you have packaged the gift. And think about this in the same way. If you're invited to a wedding, you're going to have a present, which somebody's going to open, not in front of you, but when you're not there and you want that aha moment, that great moment. So they write you the thank you card and they say, thank you so much for giving me this wonderful gift. And this is the kind of thing and emotion which you want to trigger when you package a business case. And in B2B sales, remember this, a lot of the times you are not talking to all of the decision makers. You have to have a gift which is great for other people to open when you're not around. That tells a story, that has a feeling, that kind of swagger that nobody can really grasp. And I don't mean a fancy kind of Canva design thing. It just needs to make sense. It needs to make sense and be very basic. And let me give you one example of how I like to communicate business cases. I like to put it in the format, which says situation, impact, solution, and then an action item. So on a very basic level, what is the situation you're in right now? What is the impact of you not doing the thing which I'm suggesting for you in a minute? What impact is that having to you? Can you measure it in any way? And then what is the solution? The solution is probably the product which you're going to bring. And then the action point at the end of if you do this, then you will solve this issue. And doing that, you package it in a very concise and clear way. And then you can go forward and make it very obvious and very clear in order to position things. So three things, if you want to package a business case in a really well way, which is easy to understand, just ask yourself these questions before you send off your business case or your offer to a client. Question number one, 
make sure, can I understand that business case? Is it really clearly to understand? Maybe ask somebody who says, can you just look at this? Do you understand what this business case is? Good, if that works. And then evaluate, look at it out of the eyes of the buyer. Is the buyer going to look at this and go, yeah, I think this solves one of my pains, which you've identified. And then the third one is make the package so appealing from the way it looks, the way it can be shared, so it's easy. And you need to understand what time somebody is giving the presentation or presenting the business plan to the CFO or the CEO. What is the, the surrounding and what are you going to have to give to your champions, to your buyers that they feel enticed that they go, yeah, this is really good. So three questions. And if you solve those, you're going to be on a good path going forward. The next big secret is something which can't really be learned by textbook. It's something which can only really be done through repetition, 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 and that is gaining confidence. Confidence is secret number four, and it's often overlooked and there's little credit giving to this because we believe that we can train anything. That's why you're going to be put into corporate spin selling, medic training, the challenger sales training, sander training, the straight line training. You see, I've done a lot of these trains and they're really good and they're super important and they can really change something. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to be the salesperson who's going to ask and take. And that's the difference. There is a difference from someone saying, let's do business together. I think you need this product versus I think this is a really good product. What do you think? Or you lay out the business case, which is perfectly packaged to the person who is the buyer. And you say, Henry, today is the day that we're going to go ahead and we're going to close this deal. We've discussed all the topics. You know all the benefits. Are you ready to close today? And asking that question is hard. And that is something which is made from confidence. But you have to ask these questions. And it's not just the closing questions I'm talking about. I'm saying having the confidence to ask complicated questions very early on along the process, which are important to make sure that you have the right person you're speaking to, that you have the ability to sell. Remember what I said about the business case and selling the car? Do you know who you're selling the car to? Are they going to take that box? And then asking the prospect and saying, listen, I'm going to do a plan. You tell me how you do your purchasing. I tell you how I do our sales. I'm going to make a plan where we align our next steps. And if we hit green on all of these steps, would we have a deal? And asking that, you understand, are they the right person? It's difficult because you don't want those happy ears that everybody in sales has. You want to be very clear. And then you say, yes, okay, let's do it. And especially in B2B sales, in SaaS sales, this is like a huge, huge topic because most people don't want to take decisions. Everybody wants the safe route. I'm in a position, I have a job, I want to maintain my job. I don't want to take risky decisions. So you're going to have to be the person who has the confidence, who goes in and then takes the customer on that journey of buying the product which you're trying to sell. I don't believe, as I said, this can be taught. I only believe that this can come through excessive experience and doing it again and again and again. Yes, there's people that have learned this much earlier along the, their career path, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to go through the brutal path of repetition, the discipline, which I talked at the beginning of doing the right thing, the uncomfortable thing. And remember, all the successful salespeople do all the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do. It's very important to understand. It's uncomfortable and you have to find your peace, your confidence in order to push forward with these things. Now, secret number five. And 
That is character. You're thinking, well, am I the right character? Well, this is exactly the question which you have to ask yourself. There's characteristics of successful salespeople that I've seen, which I just see again and again and again. And at the end of the day, if you have the right character, then you are able to deliver value just by the way that you are. And all successful people that I have worked with over the years that have had successful sales careers have had a strong character of holding themselves and other people accountable and always delivering on the standard which they set themselves. And they say, this is my standard and I'm not moving away. And if we do business, you guys who work with me internally, you guys who work with me externally, this is the standard which we're working on. And then you move forward. And it really comes down to building that character and being known for that character to be understood as that character and having the personal brand as this kind of character who can do these things, complex things that people are finding difficult to take these decisions by themselves. It comes down to this. You said that you're going to call them at a certain time and you do. You said that you make a calculation and then you do. And then you package it in a way that it makes sense that the business case is clear. And then you said you're going to introduce them to somebody else in your network and give them benefit through it. And you do. And then you also say that the, your product, the one that you're selling, can deliver ABC benefit. And it does. And then you are known for doing the right things for the right people. And the same, by the way, is true for all partners and referrals. You know, if you do something good for other people and you treat them well and they understand and they respect that, then that is a long-term strategy which will only elevate you. It's like exponential growth towards your end of your career path. It's super relevant. And because at the end of the day, it comes down to trust. And what kind of character do you trust will actually do something? You can say there's people who are uncomfortable, yes, but at the end of the day, you trust them. So I think that's clear. We've had five great characteristics, discipline, business case, packaging a difference, confidence, and character. And now a bonus secret, which I believe, and everybody who's worked for me has this running out of the ears. They're going, you know, no, not again. But I believe it's the foundation, the fundamentals of all of this. Let's say you master all these great topics and you become a really great salesperson. Well, you're going to have to be yourself on purpose. And that is the spawn of secrets, because if you can't do any of these things inten intentionally, then you're just reacting to your surroundings. And being yourself on purpose means you need to put yourself in a position. You have to be clear about all these kind of things and you do it consciously. And then you have the power to change yourself. You have the power through the discipline, through building the business cases, through packaging the business cases well, through the confidence and the character that brings these things forward, that you become clear and you become identifiable for your customers, that you are not just, he's the salesperson from that company, but he is Henry. And Henry is the one who can really change things because he's the guy that can implement things. So be yourself and personal and be intentional about all these things. And then to be honest, the sales world belongs to you. And now if you do all these things, the best sales tactic is to be yourself on purpose. Now, to finish off, I just want to say thank you once again. If you're watching this on YouTube and you like what you see and you want to see more content, reach out to me here on YouTube, on LinkedIn, smash that subscribe button. It really means the world to me. I do this out of passion for the sales community and I'm looking forward to it and see you in the next episode. Take care, guys. Peace.